Hello and welcome to Hot Air Diviners, an enchanting podcast where casual conversation blends into cosmic wisdom. Join me, Natasha, your dedicated card slinger, and me, Lauren, the cosmic queen of chaos, on a long-winded journey, where we'll be exploring the intersection of tarot, astrology, and beyond. Hello, Lauren. Hi. (laughs) How are you? Uh, I'm a hot mess today. How about you? Same. Same as always. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's it's pretty. Yeah. It's the same for me usually, but it's just even more than normal. So we're going to see if we can pull this off. I believe in us. We'll get something out of it today. Yeah. (laughs) Something. Today, we are talking about the upcoming or well actually when this releases it will be the day of the full Mm -hmm. moon aquarius happening on august 1st tuesday the day that this episode is coming out at 2 32 p.m eastern time uh also happens to be the same day that lunasa or lunasa or lamas or whatever you prefer to call that (laughs) holiday on the wheel of the year is is technically also august 1st for most people um yeah i don't know that's probably all i'm gonna say about that but (laughs) you can do some googling yeah but yeah big day Mm -hmm. and so it's a full moon so we're talking about uh you know releasing what doesn't serve you uh gratitude cord cutting sense of completion as the moon is going to be um, completing the cycle and coming to full luminosity on the night of the full moon or the day of the full moon since it's happening technically during the day so the full moon in Aquarius Aquarius is a fixed air sign the sign of the water bearer um, a lot of people hear Aquarius and equate that to a water sign, but it is actually an air sign. But it's related to water in a way. Aquarius is a, a social and intellectual sign. But as the water bearer, it's the connectedness of the social and intellectual to the emotional and how those two interplay. So the moon in the sign of Aquarius um, actually functions pretty well here. The sun, however, is uh, in fall in Aquarius. So we will talk more about that, I'm sure, here shortly. I'm on the struggle bus today. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to get through it uh, slowly. Slowly pulling our, our thoughts and ideas together here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, so the moon, of course, rules Cancer, which is a water sign. And then Aquarius being the air sign in traditional astrology that's ruled by Saturn um, in modern astrology it's equated to Uranus but since I uh, have studied traditional astrology I'm going to speak on it from the terms of you know Saturn as ruler of Aquarius so Saturn rules the sign of Capricorn which is Cardinal Earth and obviously I've already stated Aquarius Um, the Aquarius side of Saturn I like to think of it as Saturn is the last visible planet 
that we can see with the naked eye. So I think about the side of Saturn that is facing Earth as the more Capricorn side, whereas Aquarius is the the other side of Saturn that looks out and beyond, or that looks back to, you know, from from a different perspective. That's interesting. I really like that, like, kind of as a metaphor. And I feel like it also really resonates just with me, um, really personally, as someone who has, like, some big Aquarius placements, because it's, it's my son in Venus, mm-hmm. but also who has a stellium in Capricorn. And yeah. so very Saturnian and mm-hmm. also feel like I spend a lot of time like bouncing back and forth between like zooming in mm-hmm. um you know on earth or in practical matters or whatever just kind of like as a metaphor but also like zooming out and really taking in like big picture ideas and systems and things yeah yeah it's the duality of Saturn yeah so it, it's uh, also like in comparison of the two signs where I guess Capricorn is more considered the I- ideal, not in not in that sense, not necessarily ideal, but um, like societal norms or Capricorn turn, whereas Aquarius is more of an outlier of a sign. That's where you get um, your favorite uh, astrology memes from about how Aquariuses are all aliens. <laughs> um, God damn alien memes. (laughs) Yeah, because it it comes back to that whole um, thing where you're talking about the two sides of Saturn, the Saturn that's the earthy grounded Capricorn versus the Aquarian side that's looking out and beyond out into the solar system and is kind of on the outsides of society. So that's where you get that. A lot of those are the basis for a lot of the, the alien type memes is because yeah Aquariuses do typically tend to have a uniqueness or different perspective can tend to be more outliers than I guess insiders so yeah I can believe that <laughs> yeah which is why you know Uranus also um is is a is a in modern astrology fits well as as the ruler of Aquarius too because it it captures that other side of Saturn I guess you would say because Saturn was the ruler of Aquarius for I don't know 2,000 years or so before we discovered the outer planets so a lot of the not all of but a lot of the Uranus attributes can also be attributed to the Saturn Aquarian or the Saturn in Aquarius nice yeah I think like something I hear like mentioned sometimes just in like social media astrology or whatever is I think Uranus as like the innovator and that association with like the the tech stuff basically that is sometimes lumped in like with Aquarius and it kind of seems like maybe that's where part of the split off is when when people start talking about the outer planets and in more mm-hmm. modern astrology. Yeah, which is interesting. Yeah, I mean it definitely fits and yeah, with it being an air sign, of course, you know Aquarius is more you know associated with technology and the transmission of information, which is mm. what we mainly use technology for these days with the internet and social media and all those types of things. So yeah, that, yeah. that totally makes sense. It's interesting too that, you know, with the invention of the internet, Aquarius tend to get like, you know, back to the whole alien thing and the outcasts and the outliers and um, that type of uh, stereotype 
Uh, <laughs> what's interesting about the internet and its association with Aquarius is because it it's created these spaces for people who maybe didn't have a space where they fit in before have found mm-hmm. places through this connectedness of the of technology, you know, and built communities with people from all over. Yeah, it's definitely true. Definitely one of the uh, more positive side effects of the internet, I think, just generally speaking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's certainly plenty of, of bad things that uh, one could talk about, and I feel oh, like it's been yeah. highlighted a lot lately. <laughs> but, you know, there there has also been some like really wonderful opportunities for connection for people who, who have perhaps had a hard time finding that in their hyper-local geographical <laughs> communities yeah uh, in the past so yeah fun fact yeah. we met on the internet <laughs> oh yeah that's right yeah, um, forgot about that <laughs> yeah we met on the internet we met in a facebook group for like mm-hmm. another podcast yeah um <laughs> yeah funny how that works and i mean like obviously it was like we're, we're on the internet now like mm-hmm. we don't get to record in person unfortunately though maybe we'll have to do like a special episode sometime where we get yeah. to like, meet up and, and figure out how figure out how to use our equipment in the same room oh, God. um yeah. which could be interesting <laughs> uh but i'm aquarius i should be able to figure it out um yeah. <laughs> one day one day but yeah yeah that is nice we did mm-hmm. meet on the internet we um, have met in person though like yeah on several occasions but <laughs> yeah it's just uh not not super convenient to make that happen every week <laughs> mm. yeah no we do live in the same state but we're several hours away so that does it yeah, yeah. anyways um <laughs> what were we talking about <laughs> aquarius uh, aquarius um i guess like, oh. really quick just some of the like super basic like things like keywords that i hear mentioned around aquarius is the tech stuff which we've kind of like already covered mm-hmm. um there's like a sense of community orientation i guess i hear it like mentioned alongside like activism and that kind of thing fairly regularly and then also just that we're kind of like emotional robots and are typically characterized as kind of aloof or cold yeah Um, well you're it's the water bearer so you're carrying the water which is the emotion but you don't want you're not actually touching it you're like here people let me pour this onto you (laughs) yeah it's very much like um (laughs) prefer to like look at emotions from a very intellectual perspective Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's like what is this feeling and why is it occurring and what is the appropriate way to handle this um and and just like kind of like sitting in it and stewing in the emotions is not a very pleasant uh or comfortable or familiar experience Mm -hmm. i guess um very overwhelming very quickly um yeah yeah and aloofness i suppose yeah that makes sense but we are human we're Mm -hmm. so human we're not robots definitely (laughs) definitely we have feelings we're just using them differently Mm -hmm. exactly exactly uh yeah great you carry the emotions you don't sit in them you're like here they are i have them neatly here (laughs) um i've organized them and (laughs) made sense of how they um they function and work to the best (laughs) of my abilities (laughs) 
Yeah. I think it's not like a coincidence, though, that most depictions of Aquarius as the water bearer, it's not them just holding a jar. It's them like spilling that fucking jar all over the place. (laughs) (laughs) So there's that. Yeah, there is that, isn't there? Yeah. Yeah. So I think that, I mean, yeah. So again, we kind of got to how the moon, you know, with the moon being a relational planet um, and really focused on the care and nurture of others and Aquarius's, um, I guess, kind of community-oriented nature as well. You can see how the moon can function pretty well in the sign of Aquarius, um, being mindful of those around us and how we're connected, having gratitude, I guess, for the connections and the people that we connect with however we connect <laughs> i told you I was on the struggle bus today okay can't can't possibly be the only ones um but yeah i guess it's just kind of like an opportunity for gratitude for the way our communities support us whether those are like family members or friends um or strangers on the internet. Or strangers on the internet, yeah. In real life people or like your online um, true crime community or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. niche thing that you're into that the in- the internet facilitates for you. Um, yeah. 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 Your community groups, whatever organizations you're part of. Yeah. Just the way in which you connect to others in the world, having that appreciation for those those things because we often i guess we don't think about what it would be like to be truly alienated that's true it yeah i can't imagine how rough like going through 2020 and and covid and all of that would have been without the internet Um, Uh uh-huh yeah yeah, because for so many of us it was the only way to like seek out connections outside of our our Mm -hmm. immediate home um where you may have been tired of the people that you were living with uh, at some point, or, you know, if you, if you live by yourself, like in an apartment or something, um, that was a very difficult experience for a lot of people, even with the internet uh, available to them. I can't imagine how, how much rougher it would have been without it. Yeah. I was actually just thinking, um, I was going to pull up the, the chart of, you know, the, the pandemic, I guess you would say, ah, here we go. Yeah, so March 2020, when the pandemic started, Saturn moved into Aquarius at zero degrees Aquarius. And so it's interesting mm-hmm. that that kicked off, you know, this, or that's when the pandemic kicked off. So you talk about like isolation, everybody was isolated, but at the same time connected because we were all going through this whole this whole thing together but in our homes separate from one another yeah very saturn in aquarius type vibe so yeah and then the internet was definitely like a big part of like keeping community alive the zoom calls and um you know all the different (laughs) everything went to zoom (laughs) and yeah and that's how we had community and related through people on the internet or most anyways you know i guess it was probably wasn't like that for for everyone but thankfully 
you know, have internet access. I had internet access, so it wasn't cut <laughs> off. Yeah, it was, it was a lifesaver. Yeah, I guess uh, one more question for me is what is... Let's just cut all that out. <laughs> Sorry. I'm just thinking out loud. Ah, no, you're all good. You're all good. Uh, let's Sorry. see. What do we want to cover next? <laughs> you hit my Virgo button and I went into way too much detail <laughs> and then I go... <laughs> my bad. <laughs> Ugh, I hate when I Virgo all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to put that on a sticker. I'm going to have to get a merch, a merch store soon. I Virgoed my pants. <laughs> oh anyways (laughs) what were we talking about um it's gonna be my tagline Uh, (laughs) Uh, i don't even know what my tagline would be um um my tagline is just um Yeah, after editing, mm-hmm. I'm like, not you, but me too. Yeah, for both. I'm like, I've got to <laughs> actively, yeah, I've got to actively try to stop saying um so much. Yeah, it turns out 75% of the English language is just um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But... Or uh, uh, I do that one too. Uh... <laughs> uh, uh, anyways, <laughs> next. We're getting lazy with real life examples this episode, I guess. Going me, it's me, guys. I'm I'm the real life example. It's me. <laughs> yeah. Hi, I'm the problem. It's me. <laughs> yep. No, not you, but it's Natasha. Me. Natasha's you know? the problem. <laughs> always, always, always. Uh, Aquarius, Sun, and Venus here. Yeah. I don't, <laughs> I don't have anything else to say about that. I don't like to talk about myself. Um, so, I mean, we're yeah. in the sun in Aquarius is in its fall in that sign. And I guess we could talk about that for just a quick second, even though we're going to. Yeah. So we'll talk about that for a quick second. The, so the sun it's domiciles Leo and the sign opposite to a planet's domicile is the sign of its fall. The reason the sun is in fall in Aquarius is because the sun is typically the, or the sun where it's more com- most comfortable, of course, is at the center of the universe. <laughs> so the sun's placement in Aquarius puts it out on that, you know, kind of other, other side of Saturn, the kind of outward side away from the center of it all. So where Leo is usually a more self-focused sign when you put the sun or the ego into the sign of Aquarius and it has to function through the lens of, you know, community and others and the connectedness we all have, the sun can struggle there because it's not, it's, it's not the sun's, you know, typical nature. Yeah. I like that makes sense. Cause I think it's kind of always this like push pull of wanting to show up as like the most authentic version of myself or whatever but also never being very comfortable being the center of attention and preferring to like operate Mm -hmm. somewhere out on the fringes of things or like backstage yeah yeah and and making a difference there yeah yeah so that's interesting i've never heard that 
uh, really explained in that way. But it makes sense for us. Awesome. I'm glad I said intelligible things that are relatable today. <laughs> Check. Lauren is done. <laughs> now. She's logging off now. I'm going to let Natasha wrap this up. <laughs> Ooh, oh boy. I didn't know if I was going to be able to pull it off today. Honestly, my brain is just uh, scrambled eggs. <laughs> It, it happens. Uh, let's see. I guess on to the tarot stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, the major arcana card that is typically associated with Aquarius is the star. And yeah, I don't know. It's kind of interesting. It very much like looks like Aquarius as far as uh, that water bearer image because you usually have a person, a woman in the original Rider Waite Smith uh, who has one foot on the land and one foot in the water and is pouring out like a jar of water onto the earth. Uh, the kind of like just general keywords and terms that are associated with the star is this idea of hope and faith, generally positive. This idea, especially because this card comes like right after the tower, they're like, hey, crappy stuff has happened and now you have a chance to like rest and recover and move on from that experience. Mm-hmm. And I think it's interesting that, so like in the major arcana, you have the star, the moon and the sun, which are all these like celestial bodies that reflect light. And I think it's kind of interesting that the sun is also technically a star as mm-hmm. well, but it kind of like exists in its own category because the sun specifically is the star that is the closest to Earth, yeah, and it's like star. this, it's the star, like, um, but not the star, <laughs> yeah, in not tarot. Card, yeah, um, yeah, because it has like its own super important role and is the focus of so much attention, and you know, makes us think of the sign of Leo, which is what we were just talking about and how it's used to being the center of attention. And then you have Aquarius, the star, and the star is not just a star, but part of all of the stars in the sky that are very, very far away. And it really just makes you think of like that contrast where the sun is up close and the thing that you're staring at all the time versus the star is this wide, far flung, big picture, big perspective uh, kind of opportunity which I think aligns up with like the Aquarius archetype that we've been talking about today. Yeah, that's beautiful. I like that. Um, I have a question. Why is the star card, why is the person on the star card always naked? Do you know? Just Damn random. if I know. Okay. I'm sure someone has come <laughs> up with like all kinds of reasons or symbols I mean, there, associated there with cards, that. But, but it, it seems like always the star card. Yeah, tits I don't, out. it is always pretty much always tits out, um, which I mean is whatever. I've seen yeah, a lot I mean, of like. I don't have any problem with that. I was just like you know, I'm yeah, curious. I'm not sure. I'm sure there's um, folks have opinions about it. I'm sure. Uh, I personally am like, meh. I would be fine if they were wearing clothes, but whatever. Because like the sun also has a naked figure on it, and it's the baby, and that one makes me way more uncomfortable. <laughs> personally i'm like why we gotta put naked babies on things but that's that's just me i've seen yeah i don't know some decks have like almost all of the human figures are naked or whatever um versus others where you know everyone is wearing clothes Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. I personally don't put too much thought into the nakedness part of it, but I'm sure if you wanted to, you could probably like read some things into it around the idea of like shame and hiding oneself, I suppose, and being naked and vulnerable and not worried about hiding yourself away, I guess. But as far as like a traditional meaning for that, I don't really know off the top of my head. Yeah. I was just kind of curious if it, if it might have some connection to the moon with the moon, you know, uh, mother's milk type situation, you know, the, where the moon represents mother and nourishment, Mm -hmm. if there might be some connection between the star card representation or correlation to Aquarius and maybe the moon in Aquarius because yeah as the water bearer I guess it makes sense in in kind of a way just I don't know I was curious if you knew if that was there was something Uh, maybe that's something we need to look into and yeah maybe let's see I have like a book with some just kind of generic interpretations in here I'm curious oh that's funny okay so I have this book I almost like never pick it up anymore um it's something i bought when i was kind of like first getting into tarot but it's called the ultimate guide to the rider weight tarot and it kind of breaks down each of the cards and goes into some of the different symbols on each card so it does specifically mention the nudity and it says negative a negative meaning or whatever is it is a warning against shamelessness and crudeness which i think is um whatever a little bit old-fashioned Uh, positive (laughs) right Uh, a positive interpretation is personal veracity a fairy tale beauty in european fairy tales beauty is generally an allegory for living genuine verity um yeah but i just wonder because you know the water bearer like those are technically i mean two water containers (laughs) 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 that's funny if it was just something basic like that but yeah yeah maybe i think it's funny that like the star and the sun do both have human figures on it but the moon very specifically has no humans in it yeah in the traditional yeah yeah in the traditional in the in the rider waite smith version but anyways that's probably like a thought to explore another day yeah i'm sure Um, smarter people can answer that question yeah or just like (laughs) less surprised people (laughs) um what was i gonna say uh, maybe that should be the title of this episode what were we talking about <laughs> well, yeah i think i think that's a great idea let me put that up here what were we talking about i guess okay so one last thing about kind of aquarius and the star the star is i frequently hear it associated with this keyword of like hope um and faith and when i think of aquarius i think a lot of times it's an archetype that wants to zoom out and look at the big picture and make plans based on what makes the most sense. And sometimes it's an archetype that can be regarded as very like aloof and emotionless, but I don't think that's super true. I think like a lot of that aloofness and tendency to want to, to zoom out and like plan things in a way that they think makes the most sense comes from a place of hope and wanting to improve things for everyone. 
Mm-hmm. And they're very like meticulous and stubborn about that. And I think that's part of why, like, like that's another thing that I've heard some people associate with Aquarius um, as a fixed sign is like that stubbornness and insistence on like doing things a certain way. And I think it's just like important to remember, like as an archetype, at least like that insistence on like holding their ground and wanting to do things a certain way doesn't come from a self-serving kind of place in the heart it comes from a hope it was like no i think this is the best way to do it in order to benefit the most people and in the hopes of like creating a better brighter future Mm -hmm. if we like sacrifice a few things here and now yeah um and so i think that's like the biggest high with like aquarius and the star is this perspective of we're we're doing this because we have hope and faith in in the future and in the community people working together yeah it reminds me of an Aquarius that I don't agree with. Like, I know that um, they are wrong, but I know that they are coming <laughs> from a good place and they mean well. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. It can, yeah. It can be hard. It's like what they, they're convinced that they know, what they think is right, mm-hmm. you know, it doesn't jive with what everyone else thinks is, is right. Uh, yeah. It can certainly create a challenge. But Yeah. Yeah. It's that, that fixed stare. It's hard to convince. Yeah. It's, I think it's hard to change an Aquarius's mind once their mind's made up. I don't think it's impossible. Yeah, but definitely I think, not. I think they're, yeah, an Aquarius, Aquarius can be the type to more maybe double down first. Yeah, I think they want to see information that makes sense. Mm-hmm. You know, like your argument's got to be supported, um, you know, as an air sign or whatever. I find that I'm very willing to change my mind a lot, but I am also a Gemini moon. Yeah. So it's yeah. like... It's very airy, but it's also very, like, I, I have the both the mutable and the fixed in there. And, yeah. then, and then my rising sign is cardinal, so I'm, yeah. I'm well-rounded as far as <laughs> modalities go in my big three. Yeah. But I'm just mutable, 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 so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're basically flubber <laughs> like, I mean, yeah. in any shape. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, I imagine that's, yeah, it can be hard to, like, butt up against super, super fixed people when you're that mutable yourself. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, why are you so fucking rigid? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, mutable signs can be fixed as well, but, uh, you know, because they can, they can have both qualities of, of fixed and cardinal. Um, but, Yeah. Yeah, exactly what you said. It can be difficult. <laughs> I can hear a dog crying outside of my door. Oh, I thought you were going to say it was me, and I was like, oh, God. <laughs> Not me crying outside your door. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, come on, Pisces, cry again. <laughs> I uh, abhor that stereotype. <laughs> yeah. I'm, not a, I'm really not. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's like my husband's a cancer moon i think or rising one or the other also not a big cry baby um no so weird weird stereotype i think it goes back uh, to yeah we have to go back to the meme episode about we talked about the cancer stereotype of of crying like there's more than one emotion yeah. we have <laughs> us water signs we have a lot of emotions and we show a lot of emotions yeah. Um, but the only one is not crying. There are many, many more emotions yeah. one can have. There's also like way more versions of crying too. Like not every crying is sad. Yeah. Like laughing until you're crying is 
one of the best experiences ever okay. i think really yeah. like to like reach that point of hilarity that your body is just leaking <laughs> i yeah i did that yesterday it was great <laughs> nice yeah it's like there's happy crying too um <laughs> that was i just cr- feel like we got to remind folks of that sometimes <laughs> That was a story I was telling about my dog, which I'm not going to share because it's kind of disgusting. Anyways, what were we talking about now? <laughs> something, Back on something topic. Aquarius, something, something moons and tarot. We're uh, making what were we talking about again, the topic of this episode. So that way we're, we are staying on topic. Yeah. Every time we okay. come back to that. It has it has been a bit of a struggle today, so I'm gonna I'm gonna make an executive decision and say that I don't really feel like trying to scramble my brain into a coherent tarot spread. I'm not sure I'm capable of it today. Um, before we just log off, I guess since we've kind of been all over the place and had a hard time keeping track of uh, where we are, maybe we should do a good little recap before we head off. Okay. Full moon happening today tuesday august 1st in the afternoon but hey full moon you know energy vibes whatever you want to call it i feel like you can yeah you can squeeze that around like you know a couple days before a couple days after exactly Uh, so yes feel free to work with these themes don't be fixed and rigid have a chance (laughs) yeah (laughs) be a little flexible Uh this is still an air sign you know yeah flow around a little bit Mm -hmm. um full moon pretty standard stuff we've talked about this a lot now releasing anything that doesn't serve you cord cutting gratitude just kind of like examining cycles in your life that maybe feel like they have reached a a stage of completion and just kind of acknowledging or reflecting on those kinds of things venus retrograde has started so possibly there are some themes there that might be worth reviewing that are still like ongoing or maybe just beginning and you know we put out two whole episodes about that kind of stuff so definitely feel free to like go back and listen listen again if you want and yeah full moon in aquarius a Uh fixed air sign not a water sign but a water bearer Uh um yeah just kind of exploring your explore your connectedness and how how that shows up in your life the people that you're connected to and how you're connected to them and just maybe take time uh, to have gratitude for those communities and um, people in your life that bring you that sense of connection. Yeah. How do people show up for you and how do you show up for other people? Yeah. And especially, you know, with the Venus retrograde happening in opposition to the moon. Yeah. It definitely kind of reiterates that, that same theme with Venus being about, you know, love relationships, harmony, connection as well. Yeah. It definitely just feels like a a time to focus on relational things Mm -hmm. and communities and evaluating how we all kind of fit in and fit together. Mm -hmm. And how we can strengthen those bonds and like create safe places for all of us to to be ourselves yeah Um, and then we're going to follow actually this episode up with talking about the sun in leo so we're going to kind of contrast um this moon in aquarius with the sun in leo on our next episode so stay tuned 
That one will be fun. I feel like I have better notes for that one. <laughs> I do too. We'll be talking about the the literal sun card, mm-hmm. uh, as well as strength. Um, yeah. And the and the sun, the and the sun, the planet the sun, or the star, the sun, <laughs> the planet star. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. This summer it feels like the planet killer. Yeah. Uh, ooh, man, I hope y'all are staying as cool as possible if you are in an area that is experiencing these crazy heat waves mm-hmm. um you know or you're staying warm i know some places have are unseasonably cold right now too so you know that's that's the climate change for you it feels like a dog's um, mouth here yeah yeah everything <laughs> just is swampy yeah uh you feel like you've so. been licked by a dog when you go outside i just i feel like i haven't been dry in weeks <laughs> yeah everything is moist it's unpleasant um <laughs> sorry y'all i know everyone People, loves to hear like moist 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 in their, it their ear bother, holes it doesn't bother me i think it's funny <laughs> right it doesn't bother me either but yeah anyways Stay moisty. (laughs) Stay moist. We have been all over the place. Thank you so much. If you're still here, we are wishing you the the absolute best, and we'll catch up with you soon. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for joining us for another episode of Hot Air Diviners. If you enjoy this podcast. It would mean the world to us if you could rate and review the show wherever you listen. By leaving a review, you not only show support for the show, but you also help others discover the podcast. If you're interested in more Hot Air Diviners content, you can find us on Instagram and Substack as Hot Air Diviners. If you have a comment or a question you'd like us to answer on the show, you can email us at hotairdiviners at gmail.com. If you want more straight up astrology content, you can find me on Instagram and TikTok at Firemoon Astrology or book a reading with me through the link in the show notes. And if you're interested in more tarot, plus whatever else might spark my curiosity, you can find me, Natasha, on Substack and Instagram as The Present Pursuit. Thanks for being here and see you next time. (laughs) Bye. Bye.